0: Weekly. Weekly. Hello, everybody. If this is your first episode, I'm Miles and I'm joined with Travis. We host a sassy sass fest on CC Weekly every single week. We cover all the Cartridge Club announcements, what we've been up to, and then we answer some questions. Maybe you don't know what the Cartridge Club is. Care to tell them, Trav? Yeah, sure. Wait, what is what is the Cartridge Club? What is it? The club
1: is made up of a group of people spread out across the entire internet. Cartridge Club members are gamers, game collectors, bloggers, YouTubers, podcasters, and whatever you claim to be. If you want to join the club and share your thoughts, creations, reviews on everything old and new, hop on over to the CartridgeClub.org. There, you'll see all the content generated by club affiliates, and you'll find a forum sort of like the club's treehouse every club's got to have a treehouse where we all congregate you'll find us all there everybody except for a few people but most most of the people you could also find all of us lurking on twitter you can find me at travplaysgames miles he's at flock of nerds and the cartridge club itself you can find that at cartridge club in a kind of like cartridge club nah
0: sweet so travis mm. What's going on? Why are we here? What's... <laughs> this is usually P one and P two.
1: I know it was. You know, we were breaking into their house, and I guess they were gone, and they left their mics on. And we just thought we would sit down and do this thing.
0: Now, is it breaking and entering if the screen door is open, but we still need a crowbar?
1: Well, the crowbar was really just to scratch my backside with. I didn't really use it to open the door. I just used it to kind of give myself some some relief there where I couldn't reach. So yeah, yeah no, would. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I saw that. Don't smell the end of it, was... it but I think this is Ugh. legal.
0: Yeah. Speaking of legal, we got some announcements to do. We've got the Cartridge Club Game of the Month. Travis, you know, you know it. It's Odin Sphere. Are you playing that thing? You know, I am playing it a tad, and
1: uh, it's an agitating little thing. That thing. Now it's fun. Don't get me wrong. Everybody should play it, but. I, I find I find parts of it do agitate me, and I am easy to agitate, so it means nothing. But it's agitative. But fun. But
0: is it uh, agitating? Uh,
1: I find it, uh, you know, it's a little agitating, yeah.
0: Are you playing it on the PS2 or the amazing ps4 that you share like a copy of radioactive fan with your friend (laughs) uh ps2
1: yeah the 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 thing i share mainly with my wife um yeah the ps2 playing it old school original style or ridge style as sometimes they say
0: now what's the uh what's the uh what's the uh old difficulty you playing that on just whatever playing that on the easy (laughs) playing that on the medium you're playing it you playing it on the
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, A medium. You know, that's the way <laughs> Yeah. The way it came, I guess um Uh the way God intended. I don't fiddle with difficulty. If it the way it shows up, the way I load it, the way I start playing it, that's the way that I play it. That's the way the developers intended me to play, it. that's the way they thought most people would play it. That's the way I want to play it. I'm not trying to set any records or be special.
0: Mm. Well, I'm trying to be special. You're doing it hard? I'm playing it on easy. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Trying to get
1: through <laughs> it. Yeah. I understand that.
0: I, well, I pl- started it on easy, and then it was way too easy. Mm. So I had to move it up to medium a little Right. Bit, a little, in a little bit. But I do want to get through it, and it's supposed to be like a 35-hour game. Yeah. And we only have a month.
1: Yeah. That's like an hour a day.
0: That's... That's like, that's the nature of the club.
1: Yeah. Uh, the, the, you know, I think the thing that eduches me most is that you, can, you can get like some perks and we don't have to get into a whole game of the month discussion about the game. You know, that, that happens at the end of the month, but you can get these little perks that will keep this from happening. But like the stagger, you know, if you get hit and your your character staggers, I don't like that. Castlevania does that to me. I don't like it. I don't like staggering because then they can compound a bunch of, a, you know, hits on me. And before you know it, I'm just, I'm just all sorts of dead and I didn't get to do anything.
0: I feel like maybe that is less of an issue on the PS4.
1: Oh, maybe. Okay. Interesting.
0: Maybe. I, I don't know. We'll have to wait until the end of the month to find out. We will.
1: And that's something, if you're new to the club, that's what happens. At the end of the month, They talk about the game of the month in podcast form, roundtable discussion about the game you just played.
0: That's what it is. And if you don't like Odin Sphere, you don't want to be a part of Odin's Sphere, there's always another option.
1: Yeah, you can take this on the road. You can get that potable. Playing
0: Otisphere on the Switch.
1: I don't know if i go that far with it, but <laughs> you can uh, you can play that potable. I call it potable. I think it's portable, <laughs> but I like saying CC potable. I like. I don't know why. CC potent po- potable. <laughs> potable. I don't know why. I've always said it like that. And by always, I mean for like the last three months it's existed. But it's going to be Metroid Fusion. I'm not familiar. I have
0: zero experience with any Metroids.
1: What? Now you have to know the sum of, you have to know a few.
0: No, I, I don't even know what Metroid is. What is Metroid?
1: Metroid is the bad thing in the games with Samus. And Samus. <laughs> they, they're a. You know, I'm realizing I don't know a lot either. But I've played a lot of them. They're, the Metroids are the aliens that suck your brain.
0: Makes sense. Makes sense. I went to an EB games. We, they're called the, the GameStops are called the EB games here. What's EB game? In What's EB uh, mean? Ca- Canada. What's EB? Uh, elect- electronics boutique. Boutique. And you can see why they made that change. Yeah. Uh, so EB games, uh, they, they have that two pack amiibo of Samus and a Metroid. <sighs> I
1: want that too. I want it.
0: I saw it. I saw it last time I was there. At, uh, at EB Games, yeah. and I heard that if you take that Metroid out of the box, I don't know if you take them out of the box, but if you stick your finger in the Metroid, it's a squishy guy. What? No, dude.
1: squishy. I heard squishy. Dude, if it's squishy, I'm taking it out of the box. I've taken a lot of them out of the box. There were a few that I didn't of my Amiibo collection because they were already worth more than I paid for them, so I left them in. But anything that dropped, I, I yanked it out. So I've only got like six that are still in. But I would totally take that out if it's squishy. Tell me it's squishy. I'll tell you, you told me any of the ones I have now are squishy. I'm, un- I'm unboxing them.
0: <laughs> You're just looking for an excuse. Oh, I'm looking well, for that squish. I, <laughs> I, take, I take all my amiibos out of the boxes. Who's got
1: the room? You know, what are we, Dean Lasagna?
0: <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it. Hashtag free the amiibos. Free the amiibos. Um, nice. Mo- moving on to a club announcements. Uh, we hope you all watched Kevin's stream. He did a charity stream. Huge success. Huge, huge success. Met
1: his goal, and that's that's what this club's all about. We meet goals. We, we love one another, and, I mean, I again, I don't know, Miles, how many new people stumble upon the Cartridge Club Weekly, you know. but if there's a person out there that's gotten this far in the podcast and they've had WTF all over their face up until this part, just know we're a club of people that really look out for one another, and this charity was an example of, of how tight knit and how awesome we are as a group of people in support of one another. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call this awesome. That's, uh, come on. That'd go to somebody's head. You know what I'm saying? Well, but, uh, Kevin's certainly awesome for organizing this. And it was for the Heart Research Center, I believe, it was the charity. And, uh, it, uh, it was a great cause. And everybody, it took everybody to pitch in, donate some money. A lot of people played a lot of really interesting games. On the stream, all sorts of content creators from the club joined in, yeah, to help make this a success.
1: Absolutely, yeah, it's a great thing.
0: And, big surprise this is like one of the biggest surprises for me was that a top 50 Sega video dropped this month. So, if you don't know, uh, P1 of the Cartridge Club, uh, it organized a bunch of people to submit their favorite Sega games of all time. Um, like a list and then they compiled the list from all the members and uh, they started making videos. Do you want to take that again?
1: (laughs) No, no, I think it was perfect. It was great. I I nailed it. You nailed it. No. And I did some voice. Did you do any voiceovers for that?
0: I did. Yeah. And, uh, mine hasn't come up yet
1: Oh, they, they've already gotten one of mine I actually, I did a few that were initially requested of me And then I took over P2's, one of the original hosts of the show I took over uh, his because evidently he's too busy poking dead bodies where he works And so I did those And uh, so I have like a few more out there And I've been excited to hear them But you know what, they've been slow coming out
0: You know, uh, we're going to get more into this mm-hmm. in the question segment Yeah, we are Because I've got some things to say and it's related to a question that's asking. perfect. So, perfect. We'll do that. We also want to plug some of the CC hashtags. Do you want to go through those, Trav?
1: Yeah, of course. We got the hashtag CCCC, which, Miles, what does that stand for? That is the cartridge club. What now?
0: Cartridge club. Cartridge club. Cartridge. <laughs> <laughs> So it actually stands for Cartridge Club Console Completion Challenge, and uh, I'm I'm definitely all on board with this. So the idea behind it is that uh, we as a club would like to attempt to finish every video game on the Super Nintendo North American Library in 2018. Ambitious. Now, yeah, it is ambitious. Uh, We're probably not going to get there, but... The fun is the challenge, and the fun is in the journey, not, uh, not I guess, the completion of the journey. Hey, tell um, yourself that now, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, I've been beating, like, Thomas, the Tank Engine, and Friends, and I beat the Great Waldo Search, and beating all the hard ones right. on the system. you want to go all for the those. the most difficult games. Yeah,
1: anything that... Uh, like, the Saturday morning cartoons that came on, like, the really weird. Like, Nick Jr., anybody that's got a game from that, that's what you want. You want, like, your Rugrats. You want, you know, you want all that stuff. <laughs> you know stuff. what? A
0: lot of those games are actually really difficult. Like, all the Virgin games, uh, the Virgin Disney games, like The Lion King. and Oh,
1: that one's a tough one, for sure, yeah.
0: Yeah, the, the, all those games that you think should be easy they are not they are very challenging games uh so you know it's it's fun to go back and play all of the old games and and kind of revisit a lot of the games that you think you could beat so you want to run in there and beat them for the club right um it's it and and Dean's just been destroying it Dean, Dean beats round 2 gaming
1: yeah that guy beats some games that's that's what he does so
0: Impressive. I think he beat like 75 games this week. So I keep seeing these (laughs) tweets. I he's crushing everything. He's like Chrono Trigger in a day, Super Mario RPG in a day.
1: Yeah, like he, um, and the thing about Dean, Dean, uh, Dean Lasagna in the club uh, round underscore two underscore gaming on Twitter, he is cocky enough. And God bless Dean. I love Dean. I don't say God bless ever. That was my first time. Uh, love Dean. He. Um, amen. <laughs> amen. Amen. He will take a picture of the game he's about to beat, just to you know. I won't do that. Like sometimes I'll be like, I'm gonna try to beat this game I found, and then it beats my ass and then I'm like no one knows what just happened. But Dean yeah. will take a picture of it and be like this is my next victim and then beat it. Like within like you get another tweet like like you said like he was like I'm going to beat Chrono Trigger next and then, like an hour later he's like beat Chrono Trigger. And you're like what? That's a 26 hour game. So there's not enough hours. There's really not. You've
0: done what you've done. It's
1: yeah. yeah. And that's what's impressive about Dean is
0: that he's a time traveler. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. You know what? That would make a lot of sense. It would. I think you just solved that puzzle. It would. Uh, There's a lot of other CCs on this list that we have to get to, including hashtag CCABC, which stands for the Cartridge Club Alphabet Backlog Challenge.
1: Oh, it really stands for Alphabet Backlog Challenge?
0: That's perfect. Yeah, it's it's cute, right? It is adorable. It was started by Liam the Donovan Viper, and what it uh, is is that the idea behind it is you beat a game that starts with every letter of the alphabet in a year. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you want to beat Assassin's Creed, that'd be your A. And then your B could be um, a game that starts with the letter B, Bloodborne. Bubsy! Bubsy! Bubsy. It's got to be Bubsy. Everyone's got to be Bubsy. You have to. CCABC is... Uh, it, it's. It was a lot of fun last year. I completed it. They gave me a certificate no, sure. to prove that I completed it. That's awesome. So, yeah, it's great. I, I definitely recommend people uh, join in. And uh, when you beat a game, take a picture of the... I guess the last screenshot or just something that proves that you beat the game. And tweet it using the hashtag CCABC.
1: Or just or and rather just beat it for other reasons
0: we just beat it that hashtag has been taking over the world recently
1: it has yeah it's good. i don't know
0: if you noticed that a famous podcaster by the name of ben kessel just tweeted it just beat it yeah which is pretty great now
1: granted he did not use the hashtag but
0: the spirit of it was there <laughs> yeah
1: though. that's true the spirit of the hashtag was there. that is true uh, for sure. <clears throat> uh, there are a few other CC hashtags. Now, a lot of people think there might be too many CC hashtags. You got your CC answers. You got your CCCCC. You got your CCABC. But it goes on from there. You got your CCLBC, which is for Long Beach, California. So much drama in the CCLBC. Be sure to hash that hashtag. That if you have some CC drama there in southern Southern Cali, where you're rapping. <laughs> Uh, there's also the CCMSNBC. You want some news? You want to know about your stocks, how your Bitcoins are doing? Always hashtag. Not well. I'm not doing well. <laughs> yeah. Hey, small rebound today. Get on that Ponzi. It's getting hot. CCMSNBC. You also got your CC Oral-B. How are your teeth doing today? You know, let me know. Use that CC Oral-B hashtag.
0: Get down so to every time you fight gingivitis, gingivitis. Take a picture of your
1: teeth. You know what's funny? I had and gingivitis written C-C-O-R-B. in my personal notes for this. I was going to go gingivite. Remember that commercial where that guy would do that gingivitis? I had no. that already written down, and you already said it. CCBRB. In case you got to go pee real quick, you know, just give us a little hashtag CCBRB. I'll be right back. CCMAs. That's Country Music Awards. I don't watch them. Nobody does. Country music, not great. <laughs> uh, and then. Obviously, we're all going to be CCing there in Chicago. This one's real. The last five were not. CC Chicago. Book your vacation. Come to Chicago. That's going to be late July. 26th? What
0: is that date? <laughs> uh, 2018. It is, I don't know how you got that wrong. Well, no, That's I didn't.
1: Crazy. Well, I was going for the day. <laughs> I know I know yeah, it's in 2018. I know. I know. 27th, 28th, somewhere in there. If it's a weekend, yes. B- bring it on. We've already got the... Hotel Booked. It has been recently booked by Diego Avila. Follow his tweets. Uh, we'll be tweeting more of that information out. You know, just, just you know, get be, just book your calendars. Get ready to go to Chicago late July. We'll all figure it out. And make sure that once you do that, use hashtag CCRSVP. That way we know that you are going to Chicago. So all those CC hashtags, they do mean something.
0: I don't want to be hung up on this, but... Uh... What, who are some of the celebrities coming down to CC Chicago?
1: Now, this is what we have confirmed. Confirmed that we'll put on a light. Could you hear my hands smack? I got them real close no. to the mic. My hands are my hands are smacking. I'm making a tomahawk chop. Wow, you're into excited! My pot. I'm doing it. Um, this is like I'm a real business acumen right now. I'm just smacking my hands together. You can uh, come to CC Chicago to the Skokie Holiday Inn. That's actually the name of it. I don't make this up. These are people. It that, sounds like something you would make up in particular. It, it's, it sounds like something that's near Dollywood, like the Skokie, like the Smokies, the Skokie, whatever. So you come to the Skokie Holiday Inn there in beautiful Chicago, lovely Chicago, northern Chicago, safe Chicago. You come there, and you'll get to see some live podcasters. Some of them we've not alerted to the fact that they will be performing because we just assume they're coming. Those include a one Polico podcast. Uh, two dorks talking about their games. It's like the lamest podcast there. They're going to be going on first so we can get rid of them. Then there's going to be Flock of Nerds. Flock of Nerds. Uh, Masters of Unlocking, because those two brilliant studs are going to be there. And I love those guys. Oh, yeah, you got to love at least one of them if you don't love both. And then <laughs> there's going to be, uh, gosh, uh, I, I don't know what we're going to do with the rest of it, but we know that uh, you know, RetroPixel and Frantic Thoughts are going to be there, and Musty's going to be there, and we're going to—I don't want to promise too much here—but we're going to find a way to work everybody in to where the people that are there that want to put on something live get to do that in the span that we have this room, which is for a few hours, and then the rest of the time we're just going to enjoy Chicago. You know, we're not going to inundate ourselves with schedules and whatnot. We're going to get together, hang out, have a good time. Uh, a lot of gaming stuff, obviously. We're going—I think we're going to do an arcade and whatnot. So, book your calendars and come.
0: I, I would love to do, an. Uh, I was talking about this with Catherine, and uh, we were talking, and I, I'd love to do an escape room in Chicago with some of you. Yeah, I think for that sure. that would be a lot of fun, just working together as a team, and then we could CC just beat it. That
1: is a good point. We could just beat it. Uh, I'm actually planning personally, Miles, and I know we're, we're talking about this as if we are the cartridge bros talking to the cartridge club, but personally, I'm going to stay there a few extra days. So if you and Catherine are going to be there a few extra days and the rest of the club isn't up for it or have other things to do, I'm down for that escape room anytime we are there at the same time. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, well, Catherine and I are going to be there like for a full week. So
1: Boom. I'm trying for that. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, that's it for announcements. Now we should move on over to what we've been up to, which is a new segment on CC Weekly. What we've been up to. Now,
1: what what the CC Bros used to be up to was listening to the CC podcast and watching the CC videos and reading the CC blogs. And evidently, they've become they've come too busy to, to do that. They've become too busy. The P one is off. Uh, he's in the Navy. He's he's on ships. He's doing things. He's he's doing that stuff. I don't even know what it what that entails. I don't even know. And then there's P two. He's what I, from what I know, he's in a morgue poking stuff. I think he. He goes into a, a morgue and he wears scrubs and he pokes dead things. That's for, based on what I gather. Um, we we've Miles, you and I have done a podcast together. We were on uh, STC Pod, which won podcast of the year in the Cartridge Club, and I like to think that we had a hand in that. I like to think a few people heard that and were like, "Wow, these guys really know what they're doing."
0: I kind of feel like it, it, it's, it's got to be more than a coincidence that they win that award just two short weeks after our episode airs. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah. I think there's a little bit of recency bias on yeah. the voters. They heard that episode. They were like, oh, they associated like us with STC. And they were like, ah, I just got to vote for STC. I think that's what happened.
1: I agree with you. Yeah. I think I think that is what happened. And I think – Somehow we sabotaged our own podcast from winning that award because we did that show.
0: It didn't help that you, Jake, Catherine, Chris, and myself all voted for STC.
1: That was a problem.
0: That was I probably part, part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, indeed, yeah, indeed. It's, it, it is kind of weird, a little weird, uh, how they, uh, how they took that one home. But there's a lot of people already amping up the quality of their podcasts trying to make a a decent run at podcast of the year 2018. You know so what I think
1: a- is, you know what I think is the darndest thing is that we did that podcast and I was very proud of it. I, I, I was very careful to be, I brought my best because I know a good number of the club Listen to the STC podcast, and I thought this is going to be great. I'll get to be a part of one of the better podcasts in the club. Obviously, STC. I'll get to pedal my own podcast a little bit. We'll have a lot of fun with one of my favorite other podcasters in the club. I won Miles at Flock of Nerds McGinnis, and then no feedback. Nobody, nobody said anything. <laughs> nobody mentioned it. Joe and Bill were like, "That nah, was good," and nobody else said anything. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know how it went. I thought it was good. I thought I'm was pretty
0: sure as soon as they heard my hello, they all just turned it off. <laughs> they're like, "Oh, I kind of, I get an idea of what they're going to talk about." Magic the Gathering. Or something. <laughs> I'm done here. No, I think that's what happened. No. Um, if they just waited to hear your voice, maybe they would have stuck around.
1: I don't think so. What I don't even have like people like Jake has like a baritone, and then there's the t- I don't know. Mine is like just the clown card of whatever voices are. I don't know what it is, but it's not great.
0: It's a beautiful voice. you. Uh, You should sing... At the, uh, at, <laughs> you should sing at the Super Bowl. Actually, I, was gonna,
1: I thought you were going to see at at CC Chicago. Like, I should just there should be <laughs> you, a should a just, yeah. you should do a lounge. Yeah,
0: be like a crooner. Do like a crooner set at uh, CC Chicago. Yeah,
1: I just do "My Heart Will Go On" by Celine Dion right <laughs> before Polykill Kill goes on.
0: Yeah, I was trying to think of a segue, and I was like, you should sing at uh, the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl happened. I last didn't watch week. it. I'm no, an American. No, I didn't watch it either. But I'm an heard... American fella.
1: I'm a football fan. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't actually watch it. Yeah, I, I don't watch,
0: watch Super Bowl either. It's footballs, huts, and stuff. Uh, but during the Super Bowl, Netflix had a spot that said, "Boom, Cloverfield Paradox is coming on right after the Super Bowl on Netflix." It was like a shadow drop for the new Cloverfield movie. Yeah, how See, how was it? Have you seen any of them?
1: I saw. Now is Dexter's sister in one of them? Was that was that a one? Is that a, a, a Dexter's sister wife? Was she not in one? Yes, yeah, yeah. Was uh, she in? She was that the in the first
0: one? I don't like know. just
1: Cloverfield, like like oh, the Cloverfield.
0: Field. Yeah, that was the she, worst one. That's the worst sure. one. I thought it was yeah, okay. The Eleven yeah. Cloverfield Lane is the one after that with John Goodman. John Goodman. Yeah, I haven't seen that. that I want to. Is a spicy meatball. If oh. you know. I think it's right up your alley, it's a really really great flick. I and love John so- Goodman. I mean, he's he's amazing in this, and Cloverfield Paradox uh, is you know riding the hype from the that uh, sleeper hit Eleven Cloverfield Lane. And this one, the the problem I have with movies like this is when they start to try to explain what's going on. Like once you start explaining what's going on, then my imagination just kind of goes out the window, because like all this time I'm picturing what's going on and what's going on in my head is way more interesting to me than what's going on in somebody else's head. That makes sense. uh, Now, there are like some really good things. Oh, sorry. That's 10 Cloverfield Lane. I just got a note from uh, my producer, Catherine. (laughs) (laughs) 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, there's some positive parts uh, about the Cloverfield Paradox. Uh, I like the cast. Um, Chris O'Dowd is in it, who you'd know from the IT crowd. Yes. Yes, and, I do love the IT crowd. And he's hilarious in it. Uh, I I don't want to spoil too much in case you haven't seen it yet, but I would say like it was a solid 6 out of 10, and it actually made me still excited to see whatever other Cloverfield-based project comes out in the future.
1: So are all these Cloverfields, like even that first one that I talked about with What's Her Face, McDexter Nuts, are all of the, are all of those related? Like, do yeah? Okay, they they are. So there there is there's. It's not just like there's no reboots or anything like that. Like this is all one story.
0: Yeah, and and this one explains why it all happened.
1: Oh, but you, you're saying that you don't you don't like that explanation?
0: I don't. And I, I mean, this explanation wasn't that bad, but uh, it could have been better. I I I think overall they did pretty good with what they had. And uh, the movie looks great. It's well shot. And it's, it's good. It's a good time.
1: Cool. Uh, I'm just finding out that the lady I thought it was is not the lady that it was. It was actually. It's not um, Dexter's
0: sister wife. Jennifer Carpenter. Not, I thought it, her name's like Jennifer, like Jennifer Carp- Carpenter, right?
1: Yeah, you, you are correct. And I was incorrect. It is Lizzie Kaplan.
0: Oh, it's Lizzie Kaplan. I like her.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, had it all, I had it all wrong. I had it all wrong there. So uh, disregard she- me. But I did see the movie some 10 years ago.
0: Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> been a minute. Been a you minute. can't uh you can't recall every single thing that happened in that movie you saw fifteen years ago.
1: Not even the woman's face who was on screen ninety five percent of the time in panic. I cannot remember her face. I actually thought it was Jennifer Carpenter. I was wrong. Yeah.
0: It was a lot yeah. of shaky cameras. Very much so. It's a found, a found footage of, uh... movie. Yep. yep. But that's also the only one that's found footage. The other ones are all you know, proper proper movies.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, did, I I I like that lore. I might I might go into that a little bit more. I might. I, I definitely want to watch the one with John Goodman in it because just because I love John Goodman, and if that's enough to get me in there, I'm sure the story will carry and, me through, right? Yeah,
0: and I think it's like especially good for you. I think you're really going to like it. But um, what have you been up to? What have you been doing the last couple of weeks?
1: You know, according to the sheet, mostly butt stuff. Uh, you know, yeah, I, sab- I sabotaged you. You did a classic poly kill sabotage, and it's true because my wife. Um, I I begged her for months. I said, uh,
0: actually, you know, what? maybe we. That's a, for another podcast. <laughs> no, <this> is- <laughs> save that one for an off kilter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, actually, I did. This this still belongs in a different podcast. But I said, woman, uh, you keep buying Cheerios, but I want Raisin Bran and uh, she finally got me racing brand and nothing but butt stuff. I mean, it has been uh it's been chaos. Um so I'm going to go back to Cheerios. But I also watched Ratchet and Clank the movie. That
0: exists? I didn't even yeah. like I heard that they were going to make it, but I didn't know it actually was done.
1: Yeah, re- it's a recent thing too. It's uh it's a 2016 joint uh from American Canadian uh 3D I'm reading the Wikipedia. I'll admit I don't know what I'm saying, but it's you it's, saw it though. Why do
0: you need to read the Wikipedia? I don't. I I,
1: re, I read the Wikipedia to to know the things uh, to make sure I didn't miss anything. But no, yeah. it it feels like an extension of the PS4 game. It really does. Um, I I would say that if you really like the PS4 game, which is the sort of reboot to the series, it's got that new fresh shiny PS4ness to it, and it was the, actually the very first and only Ratchet and Clank game I have ever played. Um, the movie actually was okay to me. I thought it was fine. It was written with the same a lot of the same characters, the same tone. Um I I really enjoyed it, but I really do think, you know, if you if a lot of people um you know, if you're just looking for a video game movie, that one's good by itself, you know, because there's not many good video game movies. There's none. Like, yeah, there's that one's literally none. <laughs> right, that one's decent. And then, if you play the game, I think I think it makes it much better. I, I think it's a really good attempt. But I look at reviews for it because I want to be like, you know, how do I? How does my opinion measure up with the opinions of of people who matter? And um, not great. People didn't like it in general. It got like fours out of tens. But I really found it very charming and very similar to the game. So maybe I'm just stupid.
0: No. <laughs> thanks for the hesitation (laughs) no uh yeah i've I've only played one of them on the ps3 i have the ps4 one i haven't played it yet uh i've been too busy with odin sphere and other things but i definitely will get to it and if i enjoy that ps4 one maybe i'll check out this movie it just feels like
1: an extended cutscene of the of the game
0: I've seen a lot of really bad video game movies. I've seen that Street Fighter movie. I've seen both the Mortal Kombat movies. I've seen that Super Mario movie.
1: The first Mortal Kombat was
0: okay. It was... Yeah, no. I think when I was 12, it was okay.
1: (laughs) Well, that was when I saw it. So I'm going to leave it there. (laughs) Yeah, totally. The second one is terrible, though. The second one's way worse. Yeah, the second one is
0: way, way worse. Uh so yeah, it's interesting to hear that uh that this one's decent. And maybe that Mario movie might be de- decent or that Detective Pikachu movie.
1: I'm sure those'll be fine. Now that we've gotten past the phase of, of Nintendo handing movies off to people and letting them run, like that first Mario Brothers movie, I think Nintendo having as as close of a hand to the production as they can, as like it sounds like they are doing for the Mario movie, is a good thing. I I, I don't see it going too poorly, honestly.
0: Now, I got to say, after seeing that Ratchet & Clank movie, there is no way that you would ever watch another video game movie after that. Wrong you are!
1: I actually, (laughs) yeah, I watched uh, Hitman, Agent 47, uh, the movie. It came out there in, uh, what was that, 2016, 2017? It was a recent one. It was hot. Um, Is
0: it a sequel to the first Uwe Boll Hitman movie?
1: I, I, I don't think so. I don't think it has any relation to that one. Um, is
0: it Timothy Oliphant?
1: I don't know what that Hitman? is. No, it's uh. Well, you, is that the video game character's name?
0: No, no, it's the actor who played the oh. man in the first one.
1: Uh, from 2007. No, it was uh Robert Friend. Robert. I don't
0: know him. Yeah, it's it's not. Did the he same. shave his head?
1: Rupert. Rupert Friend.
0: Oh, Rupert! Sorry, yeah, no, still not, no. know No,
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. He shaved his head. Um, you know, I think this movie, if a movie by itself, Hitman Forty Seven, Hitman Agent Forty Seven, is what the name of it is from two thousand seventeen. By itself, it's a five out of ten movie. It is the, it's a, just a stereotypical action film. It feels like a Jason Statham movie that maybe they didn't want to add an extra twenty minutes to. It's just it's very cut and dry action movie for a video game movie, I think it goes to a seven out of ten I think it's it's not terrible like it looks like they put some effort into it and it's it's okay it's not the best movie you've ever seen, obviously because I just said it was a five out of ten but um it's I feel like it's 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 much better than the Uwe Boll movie, you know, so there's that mm-hmm.
0: yeah I, I would uh I'd still probably avoid it, but uh I'm yeah glad don't watch it don't watch it the team.
1: Did I say watch it? Don't watch it. Don't <laughs> don't do that. But it's not bad. Like if you find yourself like, you know, watching it and you can't stop for some reason, like your hands are tied behind your back, this is a hostage situation. Uh, you're not in for much hurt. It's okay. Uh, but if you can change it and move on, do that.
0: Yeah, I I've been burned way too many times on video game movies. I mean, I saw House of the Dead. I've seen Dungeon Siege the movie in the theater. With the director, and they did comment, they did a QA after, and that was horrible. Uh, so, so the, I, I've been burned too many times to risk it on Hitman Agent 47, despite your strong recommendations to check it out.
1: My strong recommendation is to not check it out, but if you're in a room with somebody else checking it out, maybe peek over a few times and see what you think. That's, that's my recommendation.
0: Peek <laughs> <Be> at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Travis. Uh, I know we have a couple more things on the, what we've been up to, but I have a super secret segment for you, and I feel like it might take a while, so I think we should just get to it. Okay. Are you okay with that?
1: Yeah, jump right to it, man.
0: So, Travis, on this sheet of paper that we're sharing, we, we have this Google Doc open, mm-hmm. and there's a list of a bunch of names of people who are in the club.
1: I'm familiar with uh, almost all of these, yeah.
0: Okay. So... I asked some of these people to tell me a story that nobody knows about them or a very few people know. And it is up to you to guess which of these people that story belongs to.
1: You did this for this show?
0: Yes. And I got a lot of really good stories. (laughs)
1: And I can't get anybody to submit anything for I, an off-kilter podcast. This is unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, this
0: is why I thought it would be good for you, because these are all... This is kind of like an off-kilter, where yeah, everybody submits yeah. random stories. But um,
1: I'm going to have to start messaging people directly for stories. That's great.
0: I've got, like... i got a lot, so. Okay, well, <laughs>
1: let's go. Let's go. Let's do it.
0: Okay, uh, who should I start with?
1: And I am... I And... I, all the answers are from, from one of these people on this list.
0: Yeah, but there are more people on the list than I asked.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. I was going to say. But okay. I
0: will say that there's there's no two stories from any one person. Okay. okay. So once you... Once I guess just, it, cross it out? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to start with... I'm, I was about to say their name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> you ready? This is the story from this person. When I was five, I was sick with the flu. Whenever I'm sick, I crave chocolate for some reason. But my mom wouldn't let me have any, of course. So I snuck into the kitchen and ate a bunch of Oreos, then scampered back under my favorite blanket on the couch. I laid there and felt a terrible churning in my stomach and knew what was coming. I thought to myself that if I ran to the toilet and threw up, my mother would see that it was Oreos coming out of me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I figured my only option was to lay still and not let myself throw up. I can kind of see where this is going because I read it before. <laughs> so I laid there. <laughs> Next thing I knew, I had a delicious geyser of black water coming out of my mouth. <laughs> but I still refused. To get up. Determined to keep it a secret somehow. When my mom came into my room, my face and my... Yeah, no, sorry. When my mom came into my room, my face and my favorite blanket had caked Oreo mess all over it. And I was pretending to be asleep. Anywho, this apparently traumatized me. Because I couldn't <laughs> eat Oreos for about 15 years. Wow. Love them now, though. LOL.
1: <laughs> i gotta guess that person and
0: you have this to is guess hard. this is hard This who had caked oreo vomit all over themselves and their favorite blanket and when man. their mom came in they were like <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: i love the uh, delicious uh, oreo geyser that came out um that makes me happy man i don't know there's a good list of people here and goodness gracious i don't know um I, so I, I there's see.
0: people listening to the story at home. So they should be guessing along with us. Somebody in the club sent in this story. Do you know who it is?
1: Yeah, like my deduction skills. Like I was looking for a clue that might signify like a sex or a region of the United States or, or the Canada or something. And I got nothing from that. Um, I, I So I'll have no reason as to why I'm going to pick Choose the person I am, and then they might be offended. they would be like, oh, you take me for an Oreo eater, huh? You take me for a for a crazy <laughs> Oreo fiend, huh? I um, think I'm some sort of cookie eater. <laughs> what do you think I am? Is that a cookie pasta? Uh, I don't know any of the Bonus Barrel crew that much, but maybe Shelby is the type of person that would just love a good blanket and Oreo. Uh, I'm throwing it out there. You tell me. Is it is it B.B. Shelbo?
0: Unfortunately you are incorrect.
1: I am incorrect. Okay. Don't only give one guess. You, that would that would be good for time.
0: Uh well I will tell you, it was one of the people who normally host the show.
1: <laughs> no kidding. So wow, well, based on I'm we'll say Mark.
0: Yeah, you are right. It is P two. You nailed it. First try. Good job.
1: <laughs> First try, boom, nailed it. He's the kind of guy that'd have a blanket. I tell you what, those those uh those cartridge bros love a good blanket time.
0: They do, they do. They they love hanging out in their blankets and, and nothing else. All right, moving on to the <laughs> next uh, the next question, the next story here. Sure, I got a lot of them. We got to speed through this. We'll do it. All we'll right. do it. <clears throat> I was out of the country when 9 11 happened. On the way back home, at a smaller airport, the security confiscated all of my AA batteries. The AA batteries I brought for my Game Boy Advance to get me through my day of travel back home. I tried to explain that they were alkaline batteries, not the ones on the new prohibited list. It was no use, and I had to travel all day without playing on my Game Boy Advance with an ugly multi hour layover in San Juan Airport,
1: the mm. worst
0: airport ever.
1: Sounds it. Is that it?
0: Yeah, that's it. Oh, man. <laughs> some some um, of these, yeah, some of these are just going to be like that. Yeah.
1: Ba- based on the context clues here. That I have in front of me and nothing else Uh, when I think uh, you you 9-11 and being able to navigate an airport I'm thinking somebody older than me I was in high school I definitely wasn't flying to San Juan on my own so someone that I know for a fact is older than me that's helpful here and then someone who would fly to San Juan and of the list of names I have in front of me there's only one that says, a Latino lawyer, I'm going to have to go with Diego, Latino lawyer.
0: Unfortunately, you're incorrect.
1: I did my best with what I had in front of me.
0: And the correct answer is Mrs. Q-Dog. Mrs. Q-Dog! All right, going forward, to make this easier for you, mm-hmm. what I'm going to do is multiple choice.
1: Oh, please. This right? is hard. This is hard. Yeah, 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 Like, when you're confusing a Latino lawyer with Mrs. Q-Dog, you don't have enough information in front of you, is what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, this one's a quick one. I once got drunk and ordered $70 worth of Amiibos. That day is today. (laughs) Which they sent me yesterday, so. Wow, that's Jake. It is Jake. (laughs) Good job, man. I was like, give me a story that... Travis won't know the (laughs) answer.
1: That's funny because I was like, there's only one person I know that would get drunk and then immediately start ordering shit. That'd be the one, Jake. He's also trying not to order video games, so Amiibos would be his safe way around that. That was good.
0: Maybe I'm not going to give you multiple choice. You should have struggled a little.
1: You didn't give me multiple choice. I just nailed that one. I mean, he's my best friend. He's the only person on this list I would know the most about.
0: All right, I'm going to give you another one here. I used to be a huge pro wrestling fan. I wrote for several large internet wrestling publications from, amount, from around 96 to 98. I got to cover a bunch of events with press passes for backstage, um, and it was sort of like almost famous pro wrestling edition. During this time, I also ran a website called 1wwf.com. I was young and clearly had no clue about trademark infringement yet. The site got pretty massive, reaching 100k or so visitors a day and ultimately got shut down by, by the WWF who very much had a clue about trademark law. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to
1: say, can I get us throw a guess out there? Cause I'm feeling sure. ba- based on some previous collections. I know this person had, it would fit if it were a one Scott and VG collectaholic.
0: You're two and two. Look at you. Hey, Hey, I, yeah, you don't need multiple choice.
1: I don't, but for those first two, yes, I did, or three, or however many All I right. whiffed. So them.
0: if you can't, if you can't guess, just uh, ask, and I'll do a okay. multiple choice.
1: Makes sense. Makes sense.
0: All right, this one comes from somebody in the cartridge club. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> Something people might not know is my fear of androids and robots, where their looks and appearance kind of cross into the uncanny valley. I think it might have been the fault of watching Terminator 2 at a very young age, though those ones specifically don't bother me as much. But a good example of those that do are Ultron from Age of Ultron, the Sentinels, future version from X-Men Days of Future Past. Gundams or cool mechs don't bother me at all since they're a bit more removed from what a person looks like. In a horror movie, if I see a real person lose their skin, I am more or less okay with it, It's gross, but bearable. However, if it's an android or something, um, something like a robot that looks like a human? (laughs) Uh,
1: I love all the clarification here. There's like so many rules to this person's fear.
0: (laughs) And bits of their faces, arms and legs and skin, any of that stuff, I'm immediately freaked out. If I was stranded in a robot graveyard... <laughs> this, this is amazing. If I was stranded in a robot graveyard, I would sooner die than be trapped there. LOL. Yeah.
1: Huh. I, my my guess would be frantic, but if I'm wrong, I'm gonna need multiple choice.
0: All right, I'm gonna give you multiple choice. Okay.
1: Okay. All right.
0: That is either. All right. Multiple choice is it is somebody from Bonus Barrel.
1: Oh, okay, that's good. Um,
0: boy, um. Rob, unfortunately, you are incorrect. Ugh. The answer is Shelby. I oh, have a wow. bonus, uh, a, a bonus story. Mm, uh, a bonus Shelby's story. a really nice person. Mm-hmm. To do this project, I contacted a couple people, like VG Collectaholic, and uh, Shelby, who I've actually never spoken to ever about anything, <laughs> and uh, they turned out to be both be great people. And yeah,
1: who would have awesome. thought? Great people in the Cartridge Club. Who would have thunk it?
0: Not me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I got a couple more. Okay. You still with me?
1: Oh, I'm, I'm good. Now that I got those two, like, out, like, I got two good ones, I'm feeling pretty charged up.
0: All right. So this person says, I'm part of the reason Elliot Ness decided to fight crime in the 1920s.
1: Hmm. That's all they said?
0: There's more. Do you want it? <laughs> yeah, are, I'm gonna are, to that. Good yeah. With
1: that. I don't know of anybody that old, so I'm gonna need to. <laughs> I'm gonna need more okay, of that.
0: the real story is that I used to be part of an extras casting agency when I was in elementary school. It was something my mom did, so it only made sense to include me and my sister, since we all lived close to. Blank. There were lots oh. of opportunities for movies and TV shows. Oh man. So Blank was the home of one of the biggest crime empires of all time. And Mm. years after the movie, The Untouchables was going to be filmed as a weekly drama for WGN. Over the filming of The Untouchables, I was called in for at least four different episodes, including the pilot. Look for the kid in red. And he sent me the link. Um,
1: Oh, he? Yeah. I
0: screwed up. But... Uh, I actually did have a named role in a later episode so that that's all I'm going to give you but in addition to this I have clips of this person in this show and it's amazing they played a bully and they're pushing other kids around it's really great.
1: Wow. So uh are we gonna play those in the sh- in this show? No, but
0: we could uh if, if people ask for them, I'm sure the person will uh share them on Twitter.
1: Okay, okay. Uh I'm gonna have to say based on crime and bigger city and what I know about certain people from the club and where they're from, I'm gonna go with Eric at Mighty Q Dog.
0: That is incorrect. What? Uh, I will tell you that it is either a Latino um, lawyer, myself, Musty Hobbit, or It's rock and Sauce.
1: Interesting. So I, I feel like wherever they grew up had to be near a big city. I know some folks are from Toronto. There's some folks from Milwaukee. Some folks, you know, I don't, I just don't know. I wouldn't guess you. You wouldn't throw yourself in here. You're trying to you're trying to cut time off of this. You would have taken your own out. Uh man. Rocket sauce. Musty. Musty's like from Iowa. Like are there cities in Iowa? I don't even Ah boy, this is tough. I gotta go with um you
0: that's Musty Hobbit. It's Musty, Musty Hobbit. Musty Hobbit? It's that big, sexy. And thing. he was super tall when he was a kid, too, beating no up on kidding. other kids. Yeah. I can't see
1: it. He's too nice. I could have never picked Musty I know, I was,
0: right? Gosh. I
1: thought it was Eric. You, know, you said like crime scene, like Chicago, WGN. That's what I was like. I thought I was in there with. I'd already taken him off my list. I was like, it's totally q dog. But you're telling me Musty used to bully kids for fun on TV. That's
0: great. <laughs> it's pretty great. So I have three more. But I'm going to shorten them up.
1: Snip, snap, snip. Let's do it.
0: Okay. So this Cartridge Club member asked his current spouse to marry them. Mm -hmm. And they said yes. Four hours after that, they were in a field racing a beat-up overheating Subaru around a circle crashing into other cars.
1: Hmm.
0: And the spouse still hasn't been scared away. Well, ah, uh, Derek? Yeah.
1: Boom!
0: <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> All right. I don't know
1: why I picked that, by the way, Derek. You don't strike me as the kind of guy that would abuse a Subaru after you've engaged a woman, but maybe you are the kind of guy that he would. He was do just that.
0: feeling like he was on fire that day, unstoppable. And this one, it's a shame that I. Sp- shorten this one too, but um, this person uh, was having trouble making friends and uh, a bunch of people invited them out to play D and D one night. And when they were playing, uh, this person was talking about their video game collection and another member of the D and D group was like, Hey, can I borrow that lunar? And uh, he normally didn't lend games, but decided you know what I want to fit in I want to be mm-hmm. cool like these D guys right so yeah you could borrow lunar and I'll borrow this copy of greatest hits Tekken and uh, he never saw those guys again <laughs> 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 and he oh. still has the box and everything for lunar the whole collector's edition with the t-shirt and everything but that copy of lunar's gone. <laughs>
1: That's, a, that's actually a tragic story. I'm, I'm sad. I laughed. I know you heard me laugh, but I'm sad. Oh, boy. Is it Rocket?
0: Uh, it's not Rocket. It okay. is. Bonus Barrel. Rob, two people okay. from Bonus Barrel. Can you believe it? All right. And now this is the final one. Ready? Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm ready. It's Super Bowl <sighs> or whatever.
0: When I was in college, one of my roommates was a film major. We had a lot of fun making student films together. I would often write or co-write his scripts and usually made a cameo appearance in them. One time we decided we were going to make a rip-off John Woo gangster-style movie. I played a mobster and helped write the script. We decided to use Nerf guns, but uh, but in the movie nobody acknowledges that they are Nerf guns, and everybody dies when shot with the Nerf bullets. Well, our big climatic... Climactic scene took place on campus, which we, of course, did not get permission uh, for in advance and involved mm. us having a massive Nerf gun fight, including right. on an overpass bridge with heavy traffic. Oh boy. Uh, nobody really thought that that would be a big deal. Apparently, when you're driving 35 miles an hour, you can't tell the difference between nerf guns and real guns. Because just as we were finishing our scene and giving each other high fives, a SWAT team showed up in response to a 911 call that there was a gunfight on campus. Oops.
1: That's awesome. Uh, Man, looking at the list of people here, assuming you were done with that amazing story.
0: Beautifully read beautifully read. If you could say one thing about that story.
1: Mm, yes, like you're kissing a meatball or whatever you were pretending to do there. Uh, yeah, uh, Ka-
0: do is it Caleb? You, do you want multiple choice? Yeah, please. All right, So it's Caleb? not Caleb. Oh, it is uh, okay, it could be Caleb. <laughs> P1, <laughs> okay. Latino lawyer, or oh, okay. Pam. Oh, Pam.
1: I kind of want to guess. I want it to be Pam. Is it Pam?
0: Unfortunately, it is a Latino lawyer. A ah, Latino lawyer. He should have known better. He's a lawyer.
1: Yeah, I know. He, well, he got he got out of trouble, didn't he?
0: Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: good but, game, yeah, man. Was a, that was fun.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of weird stories, a lot of cool For stories.
1: sure. Yeah, n- nobody submits to uh, to the off-kilters. We make most of them up. So, that's good <laughs> that people are responding to you directly in what a day. That's great.
0: Yeah. Between of which, you've got an off-kilter coming up about dreams, right? So people have stories about dreams that they've had or dreams that they've seen or dreams that they'd like to have one day, their goals <laughs> yeah. maybe. Then There's a low bar of you. entry at
1: off-kilter. We will take whatever you want to pass off to us as fact. We will take it.
0: When you did the off kilter about movies or moving that, and you said that, it destroyed me. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. When you're like movies or, or I guess, moving or anything movement,
1: <laughs> just, just email us is what we really want. Uh, nobody does send me an emoji a
0: with a smiley face. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was, it was a lot of a lot of fun. I think two people submitted to that one. Uh, cool. So that takes us into what we do, or what we what the bros do every time about this time. Hashtag CC Answers.
0: Absolutely, yeah, we got a lot of questions from people who submitted stories,
1: <laughs> and and th- and they thought that we were going to be answering them, or they they thought that the bros themselves would be answering them, but instead they get us two hacks.
0: Surprise!
1: Yeah, so if they're still listening, if they made it through that uh, horrible trivia section that we uh, tried to concoct there, um, and then I didn't <laughs> I'm answer so anything so sorry. Correct. I'm so sorry, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun. I guessed uh, well, a couple of them right. Um, <laughs> We have some questions from people. Let's take a turn reading them. I'll start with the first one. B.B. Shelbo asks us, using hashtag CC Answers, which you could do every week for CC Weekly, are you excited for Video Games Live? Miles, I have to ask you specifically, what is she talking about?
0: I, I think that maybe the bros are going to go see Video Games Live. That's when Tommy Talrico just shreds on the electric guitar for an hour and a half.
1: I can no longer tell if you're lying to me. That's where we're at in our relationship.
0: <laughs> so Tommy Talrico runs this thing called Video Games Live, and it's a traveling show of uh, trapeze artists <laughs> and uh, musicians who play video game music. So they'll have like somebody who's really good at the oboe, and they'll play Zelda or something. <laughs> and they'll switch it up. They switch it up all the time. Uh, I've seen them. I've seen Video Games Live twice personally. And I know that uh, Shelbo, as well as Rob and the bros, they're in for a good time. It's uh, it's a lot of fun.
1: The like last 45 words you said to me has me confused about how drunk I started this podcast. I don't know what's... I, an oboe? Shredding an oboe.
0: Just shredding that oboe. Just huh. destroying a, a concert hall full of people with an oboe.
1: I'm going down a YouTube rabbit hole shortly after we get off Skype.
0: Now, we have another question uh, from a Latino lawyer. Um, What's your biggest surprise so far from the Sega Top 50? Now, this is what I alluded to earlier about um, not wanting to spoil the conversation about the Sega Top 50. Uh, So far, my biggest surprise is actually a game that you voiced that I just never heard of before in my life. It was... um, uh, on the Dreamcast, I don't know the name of it.
1: It's like Elemental Gear or something like that? Yes, is that, that, it was? Was, that yeah. one looked
0: really cool. And I, I, I honestly agree. never heard that game, heard of that game before. But enough people must have voted for it because it wasn't even on the bottom of the list. It was near yeah, the top. It,
1: it's weird about that Sega thing, right? It's like some games made it that you're like, mm, there's no way two people knew about this, much less voted for it. And then there's the whole thing. It's like, why is it taking nine months for... You know, four videos, five, six videos to come out. That's my biggest surprise is that uh, we've waited so long for the top whatever is left. It's I'm gonna have to rewatch them all again. Maybe that was their plan all along was to put a big gap in it so that we'd have to rewatch some of the earlier videos more to catch up. I don't know. Uh, But my biggest surprise is that um, they're not already all out. I guess. You was so surprised.
0: This Sega Top Fifty started when you just joined the club.
1: I was brand new. I thought, man, there's people are doing top 50s every week. I'm doing voices. I'm in. I'm popular. This is great. It's my new group of friends. And then crickets for months. I haven't seen a thing. I had the voice of games I'd never heard of before. I was like, what is going on? So that's it.
0: Yeah, and, and it's awesome to, because it sounds like you're you're new to the CC when you're doing the voice. You're like, I don't know how serious these guys are, but now you're here talking about butts and stuff. Yeah, and, butts and mostly and you're stuff. Super yeah. loose. But back oh, yeah. then, you were like, oh, I got to take this stuff seriously.
1: I remember it being a thing it was it was a hot month in Virginia when we did these. that's how long ago it's been and I did the thing and then I remember going out on the porch like in my wife beater tank top and looking at the sun and being like you've made it kid you're doing voiceovers <laughs> like that's how long ago it's been I could go outside wearing a tank top it's months ago yeah so, it's cold now yeah. yeah it's a relaxed club you know for those of you that are new the treehouse uh a lot of sleeveless shirts uh the next question is from Sagiac a1 Seiji from the Great Bone Barrel Podcast. Do you have any video game taboos? Any theme that you wish video games should be more careful about or do less or not even be allowed to go there? Or, a lot of ors, or is there any theme you wish devs would do more of? What do or, you think, Miles? <laughs> or! Or! <laughs> or!
0: <No>. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, um right off the bat, I don't think there should be a game uh made uh where you commit sex crimes.
1: Yeah, I'm agree- I'm in agreement. That's uncomfortable. <laughs> I
0: think that that's taboo. Maybe we shouldn't go there. Maybe They'll that's not there. something that uh should be uh commercially successful. <laughs> Definitely not commercially successful. Now, I will say
1: like i I'm, I'm not I'm not for censorship either. But uh, yeah, don't don't mass market that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to have too firm a stance. I don't want to have too relaxed a stance with these kinds of things. So I, you know, if it does have that, I'll just won't buy it. But if it, you know, yeah, if it does, true. I don't. I don't know if I can tell someone it. else. I
0: don't think they should <sighs> make it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm with you personally, but I can't. Sp- I feel like I can't speak for everybody. I don't know. I agree well, with I'm you. I'm sure though, there's somebody who want wants it. it. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. I'll say that for myself. I'll speak for myself. Don't want it. No, thank you for that sex stuff. No, sex crime stuff.
0: Are there any themes that you wish devs would do more of? I want to say that I would love to see more games like Overcooked. So games that where you're not killing people, like I don't have anything against it. I I like those games too. I love FPS games and war games, but like, so I'd like to see more like not necessarily cooking games, but more games that are just like about whatever. You know, like about cooking or maybe you work at a store and you're stocking shelves or, you know, maybe you work at a zoo and you I like there's a Jurassic Park um, like tycoon style game coming out. I think that that's a great idea. Like I like games like that. I like games that kind of tackle some other subject matter, matter other than just shooting people in the head.
1: I'm with you. I think um, there's a lot of VR games that do a lot of this, too, like Job Simulator that kind of turns the mundane into entertainment I, I do, I do like that idea. I think, uh, I think VR kind of has that ability to make things that you never thought would be fun kind of fun, just because you're doing it in a world that's make believe, and that's kind of neat. I, I see, I see that happen a lot, especially in the VR space. So, yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you. I don't really have anything outside the box to bring up here to introduce to this conversation, but, uh, yeah, if you want to stack papers and job simulator, that's kind of fun.
0: Mark Gisby asks, would love a retro review section on weekly. Pick an old game each week, any console, and do a small review. Good, bad, who would enjoy it, who should stay away, and why. I would like to add to this, I think that Rusty should do a video game review every week on Weekly. Well,
1: you know, Rusty does do weekly reviews. Uh, they're on YouTube. and He just atrocious. did one for
0: Double Trouble. Was that what it was?
1: It's called Double Dare. Thanks for Double watching. Dare. Uh, but yeah, yeah he... you're, well, you're welcome. I do my best. <laughs> uh, they're No, they're not great. They're not great videos. Actually, uh, after Rusty makes them and then Rusty watches them, now I'm talking in third person like a psychopath, uh, finds them to be, they should be all stricken from the internet. But somehow they still get up to, I mean, I'm talking upwards of nine to 10 likes on YouTube. So I keep them there, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I, honestly, I love the rusty stuff. I didn't see this newest one yet, but I'm, I'll get to it. Don't worry. <laughs> oh,
1: they're all pretty stupid,
0: but I will say, Mark. Yeah,
1: if you like, uh, if you want to see specifically the nest get reviewed, uh, that's where you probably shouldn't go. I, I recommend uh, some 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 YouTubers in the club that do this stuff all the time, like Pam and uh, some folks like that that do that do uh, lots of reviews. I uh, can't speak for the bros whether or not they bring it to the show, but. Uh, you know, there's there some good reviewers that are amongst us.
0: Why can't we speak for the bros? We're doing the show. Yes. That's true. Yes, we will do that every week starting next week.
1: That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, we will.
0: For you, Mark, anything. The world for you, Mark Gizby.
1: Mm, Mark Gisby, yes, I thought you were talking about Mark, the brother. Yeah, whatever. Um, Josh at Frantic Society here. He he asks us, uh, "What's your dream energy drink flavor?" He says his would be Lime Monster Pure Zero. Now this this fella here loves him some energy drinks. Miles, what's your favorite? What what would be your energy drink flavor if you were to dream one up?
0: Ooh, baby, yeah. there's a lot of options. Bacon, that's an option. now, <laughs> well, uh cauliflower that's another, that's another option no one mm, has ever gone from bacon dorito to cauliflower chips, mm, ketchup dorito chips. <laughs>
1: you're turning I... me off um, <laughs> uh, cauliflower though was a lean choice between between bacon and uh, the the third thing you said there just ca- just cauliflower mm, ketchup dorito
0: chip mm.
1: <laughs> that yeah <laughs> Thanks for doing it again. I I don't know how I forgot it, <laughs> but but number two, the cauliflower sandwiched in there feels out of place. Is all
0: I'm saying. Well, I have to do a little bit of mislead. You know, I take you one <laughs> way and then go. Uh, <laughs> we
1: we call it we call that an old juke, an old a comedy juke. Yeah, juke. It was a juke. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I uh, for me personally, I don't do energy drinks because I don't want my heart to explode. Uh, I do drink a lot of coffee though, which it comes very close to exploding usually every day around eleven a.m. Uh, for energy drink flavor, I've tasted some energy drinks, and they all taste like roots. I don't know how else to put it; it just tastes like you're taking a big, <laughs> a big bite out of a plant root. Like I don't know what it is; it just has this burning sensation. Like it's not meant for human <laughs> consumption. But um, and so there's not roots in root. maybe <laughs> yeah, the I don't. Want... Is not root. <laughs> yeah, not root. If you just hand me a a a big long cylindrical can that says "not root" flavor, and it's got like what looks to be a tattoo on someone's calf as the logo. Uh, I'll drink it if it says not root. If it says root or any root derivative, um no thank you from me. I really don't know though. Like I I guess in those drinks i I wish they had flavors that weren't so off putting. I don't mind like a Red Bull, but I I gotta put vodka in it. That's like my rule. So I don't know. I don't really do energy drinks, but something that's that doesn't make me want to claw my own eyeballs out would be a good start for flavor.
0: And finally, from the <laughs> mighty Q Dog. You guys have been brothers for a long time. We have know more about each other than two random cartridge clubbers. What are some awkward things you remember about each other growing up, Miles? Uh, growing up, when we were just
1: we were just little Canadian boys, uh, we we had husky pants. Uh, because we were husky boys, and we used to we used to hang out a lot as brothers. We had bunk beds, and the thing that I thought was weirdest about you when we were growing up was that when you went through your Dundee phase, and you always thought you were crocodile Dundee, you wore your hat and you had a boomerang. It was so awkward all the time. We were trying to, you know, we were probably early high school at this point. And you're you're running around yelling crikey. And you're calling people from New Zealand kiwis. And there were no New Zealanders near us. You just yelled kiwi all the time. It was all, it was really hateful. And, uh, used to just run around and, and again, throwing that boomerang saying croiky and put another shrimp on the ball, but you didn't know what you're talking about. It was all, it was, it was awkward and strange. And I used to have to, ex- you know, explain it to other people that would come over. I'd be like, oh, it's just his dundee D phase. We've all been through it. Um, but luckily you got out of that just before your senior year of college. And I was real proud of you, but th- that was probably the most awkward thing that happened, uh, growing up with you as we were brothers, uh, for me personally.
0: Wow. Thanks for sharing that story. You know, uh, when when we were just a uh, couple of lads hanging out, uh, I was, you know, this is going to come as news to you, but I was actually kind of embarrassed of you. No, and when kidding. people asked me, you know, "Where's your brother? Why isn't he here?" I would say, "Crikey, a Dingo ain't my <laughs> baby brother."
1: Oh man, you know, that was it. Was wishful thinking, is what you're saying?
0: Yeah. You know, it's like the secret. You gotta, you gotta, it's chaos magic. You gotta believe it for it to come true. You gotta think it and then you live it.
1: I was never once attacked by a Dingo, thankfully, Um, despite your attempts at chaos magic. I survived infanthood as your brother. So take that, Yodango.
0: You know what? I'm glad that you did because I really like having you here in the Cartridge Club. (laughs) I really appreciate all of the members of the Cartridge Club so great that we can share this and not hate each other for ruining CC Weekly together.
1: (laughs) You know, at some point, someone said, and I don't know when it was, maybe it was around the time we were hashtagging all the CCs, or maybe it was around the time that we were talking about how we helped the STC pod win. Maybe it was during trivia. Maybe it was during the questions that we so irresponsibly answered. Uh, Somebody out there, though, quit this show because of us. And that's something that I think I'll be proud of
0: that's something we can take to the bank if we <laughs> if it is true that we were the reason why stc pod won their uh, podcast of the year award it will be true that the cc weekly uh this episode is the reason they lose in 2018 <laughs> <laughs>
1: or i'll go ahead and say and win who knows either way either way it would be a rebellion. Yeah, we won't know for a year. And actually to be honest with you, it's February. There's no way we'll remember. But it's there's always a there's always a chance that we will sway the vote based on our awkward performances here today.
0: Maybe everybody will believe this was a fever dream and submit it to Off kilter later this week. That would month. be the best. That would be the best. Yeah.
1: Somebody should do that. I'll read it. Oh, is that pretty much do it for the show though? Did we week did we weekly it?
0: We weekly weekly it. So thank you all so much for watching. I'm Miles.
1: I'm Travis.
0: This is how we're going to do a draft. You with me, bud? (laughs) I'm with you. CC Unite.
1: (laughs) CC Unite.